It was a believe a Seahawks player who is white. Who? <laughs> Why do you say that? I don't know. White. Just to be clear. Uh, you from Puyallup? Yeah. I don't know. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the final episode of Spring Quarter of Play Like a Girl. I'm here with Susanna, Gabby, once again, Ailey, and Molly. We will be talking about Ailey's column, of course, and we actually have a pretty good take that I can officially say that it's hot. So I'm pretty excited <laughs> about that. Um, first off with UW Athletics schedule announcements, not much going on except the softball team made it to the Women's College World Series. Super exciting. And track and field is sending eight athletes to nationals. And in UW Sports News, congratulations to the women's crew team who won their first national title since 2001. Side note, it was the 500th win for the Pac-12 Conference, the first to ever reach 500. Big trending topic on Twitter. And UW was the first school in history, well, women's national championship rowing history, to sweep all three races. So there's some fun facts. But yeah, let's get right to it. Haley, do you want to take us into this week's column? Sure, yeah. So Indy 500 was this weekend, and a Japanese guy won, which is like, whoa. But um, this reporter for the Denver Post, who's a pretty well-established sports writer, was like, it's nothing personal, but I'm a little bit uncomfortable with a Japanese race uh, driver winning the Indy 500 on Memorial Day. I was like, well, that seems kind of racist. But not only is it racist, it just, like, reveals a deeper problem of, like, xenophobia in American sports and how we stay very focused and American-centric, and I guess in hockey a little bit Canadian-centric, too, and how that can result in a lot of problems for international athletes who want to come here and play sports because, you know, this is a pretty great place to play sports. And basically talking about how... American sports are very focused on patriotism and being American, and that pushes out any international athletes. And I said he got fired, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got fired um, pretty much right after that because they were like, yeah, that's kind of not a great thing to say. Yeah, he also he tweeted a longer apology. I think at first he literally just tweeted the word apologies. It was great. It was such a good apology. So meaningful. And then <laughs> after that, he tweeted, like, like a screenshot of, like, a longer document. And in said apology, he explains that his father died in World War II. But I, I, and that he, like, recently put flowers on his grave. But I don't, I'm not seeing the connection between the fact. That. It was, not an excuse. You know, it's yeah. like when Colin Kaepernick was doing the kneeling thing and everyone was like, you're disrespecting the troops. It's kind of like that. They think that, like, American, I don't know, they think that American the only way to respect our troops is apparently to be like, Americans have to win everything, which is obviously not true. And also, like, no offense, but I don't 
really care that he had to go lay flowers on his dad's grave because it doesn't sound like his dad died in the war. Um. <laughs> Wait, what? It says, I was going down to Fort Logan National Cemetery to place flowers on the grave of and to salute my father, Jerry Fry, who spent the four-year gap between his sophomore and junior seasons at Wisconsin flying the F-5 unarmed version of the one-man P-38 fighter plane, blah, 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 blah. He flew 67 missions, crossing the 300 combat hours threshold and earned the World War II Air Medal three times. Did he actually die in the war? No, because he... No, he, he did, I think. Oh, no, wait, wait. No, because they said he went back to school. One of his what? teammates. Oh, yeah, yeah one of his, his teammates died. Between his, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So he just fought in it. So yeah. that's even less of a reason. Not that there I was, mean, like, like, any honestly, reason. Like, we respect the troops, but, like, who wins the Indy 500 has nothing to do with and that. It's just, like, okay, like, yes, the Japanese were involved in World War II, but that's not... It's not like this Japanese guy made all the decisions for Japan in that war. Like, he was not in any way, I don't think, involved in that war. Like, the driver. So there's no... no, I mean, racism is is inherently illogical, so, like... Yeah, so there's no other reason than, like, him being... I'm just trying to, like... If people are trying to be like, that's not what he meant. It is what he meant. Like, (laughs) it's very clearly what he meant. So, I just don't understand... But yeah, and I also don't really like how people always bring up the troops as, like, justification for them being racist, which is entirely what the Colin Kaepernick thing was. Yes, agreed. Yeah. I mentioned, like, Nikita Kucherov in my column and how, like, people oh, are, yeah. like, xenoph- like, xenophobic and are, like, you know, like, say, like, really anti-Russian stuff about him. He kind of, like, shit on the entire Tampa Bay Lightning. It was like, no one really tried hard this year, which was true. As a Tampa Bay Lightning fan, I can say that. Nikita was the only one who did anything, and Joe. Do you like every hockey team? Well, I like She just knows them all. She just has, like, this really, like, (laughs) intense knowledge of hockey, if you haven't noticed already. Oh, I've noticed. (laughs) I've learned more about hockey. It's pretty impressive. Haley Haley knows more about hockey than I know about anything. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I could fit all that information into my brain. I just can't. I used to do it One Direction, but you know, like now I. I did know a lot about One Direction at that point. So, so people, the immediate reaction to that is to like say like anti-Russian stuff, and I mean like maybe Nikita shouldn't have said that his entire team didn't work hard, but like yeah, that's that was a little bit a little little harsh, a questionable comment. (laughs) But I think the reaction to it was almost even worse because they were like, "You're not allowed to say what you think about how the team works." Wait, what? Why was that their reaction? So, is this the one where they, they published like, an article the called Nikita Shut Your Yapsky? Yeah. Like not okay? Yeah, that's not okay thing to say. <laughs> Wasn't it also the fact that, like, no one could respond to it, that, like, he went home first and then said Yeah, it? but I think he only went home first and said it because he feels more comfortable speaking in Russian. Huh. That, makes that makes sense. That makes 100%. Yeah, it's interesting how... Another interesting thing that's, like, kind of a little bit deviating from what we're talking about is just, like, athletes that are bilingual. Like, I was watching... Oh, sorry. No, go Oh, no. I was just... It's just interesting, like, how the press conferences are conducted because I was watching um, the press press conference with Ginobili after, like, what might have been his last game because we don't know if he's retiring or not. And obviously, like, there's... He's from Argentina, so he's fluent in Spanish, and a lot of the reporters there, like... Or there's like some reporters from Spanish, like Spanish publications or Spanish publications that are written in Spanish. They're not like from Spain, and obviously they ask him questions in Spanish. And like one of the reporters, 
who was not from one of the Spanish written publications, like made a joke after he finished answering a question in Spanish, and then he was like, "Manu, you didn't just retire, did you?" It's like it's like a joke, but it's also interesting because it's just like it's like there's no effort by American publications to try to like accommodate the language barrier. Mm-hmm. Americans in general make zero effort. I know, to which is any the stupidest language. thing ever. Especially when like people travel, we just like. Americans in general because they just expect around, people expect to, know everyone else to know English, but they yeah. make no effort to learn. Mm. Right. No, well, and I'm not saying it's like we're from Montreal too. Yeah, I'm not saying you you have to ask someone whose native language is Spanish a question in Spanish, but it'd be nice to like at least have like some kind of translator or something mm-hmm. so that because I'm sure he's more. I mean, I actually don't know. Like he seems he's like he's pretty fluent in English yeah. as well. But like at first mm-hmm. maybe like sometimes me and with those young yeah. Russian players. Yeah, that are they come over, here and they don't speak. Any I'm sure English. it's so much easier at first to like express themselves in their own in their native language. Yeah, and it can probably be confusing. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it's sometimes they say things they don't actually mean because they're just yeah. not, not really. And then sure. they get criticized too for not speaking to the media. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's that's interesting. Like, that's what I was gonna say. I know like well I don't know but like I've heard especially, like, like Ichiro, whenever he wouldn't want to talk to the media, like, he would just, like, kind of use, like, not being, like, like, his native language as, like, an excuse. Oh, like really? Japanese players, like, use, like, Japanese as, like, an excuse not to talk to the media when they don't want to, but then, yeah. like, when they want to, they will. So it's, like, it's kind of funny, like, I'm just, like, mm. Yeah, Russian players do that, but too. But I will say, when I covered a Sounders game, in the locker room, there was a player... I, I couldn't remember. I couldn't tell you his name. But they had, the coach was giving, like, a pep or a post-game talk. That's and the they had an like interpreter, oh, okay, that's cool. like, right next to uh, one of the Spanish-speaking players that was, like, interpreting. I was like, this is so cute. So that was nice. Yeah. A glimmer of hope. That I know of they don't? Not at all. Yeah. It's, yeah, they usually bring, like, in a veteran who is, like, from the same country, mm-hmm. but they don't always stick around that long. Yeah. And, like, sometimes it's mm-hmm. just really hard. It's yeah, even more interesting in... European soccer, especially because like everyone speaks different languages. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. just like crazy to me. I'm like, how do they ever like? But also, I know like, a lot it's of them. Like, though, like, I feel like it's, people are way more accommodating and way more open. Oh yeah, for sure, and, like, definitely. It's just way more of like. Yeah, but of, I just like wonder because like obviously if you're if you're coaching the Portuguese national team, you're gonna coach in Portuguese. But if you're coaching like Real Madrid and you have people from Portugal, from Spain from Germany, from, like, all over, do you coach in English? What language do you coach in? Yeah, I, I guess it depends on the coach's first language. But also, I feel like at that point, the players, like, I feel like everyone would know some type of English. Maybe oh, it's yeah. Just an no, like, most, um, no, yeah. most, like, bigger players in Europe know yeah. English. Most at least, people, like, to a certain degree. Most people in Europe speak more than one language. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, pretty much everyone in Europe speaks pretty much a lot of their native language and then English. English. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, my, my dad knows, like, five languages. Yeah. Taught me none of them, Damn. but... I know. <laughs> well, I think it kind of got started... This hot take about f- fights in professional sports got started... Bryce Harper. Oh, well, Bryce no, Harper. it got started with... Was it? Or yeah, was it, like, it the was catfish? Harper. Oh, we were talking no, about it was catfish, Harper. that's different. But the then, Bryce Harper fight is just dumb, though. But then I thought we were talking about hockey, and then we it was did the fights, fight. and then... No, we were talking Bryce about Harper. Harper. It was oh, Harper okay, first, yeah. and then Haley talked about Shoot. hockey fights. Oh, Bryce Harper. He's so beautiful. So, he's also one of the best players in the game So right attractive. Now. So can't throw a hat so on him, though. But Molly, the whole do you want thing to... was just... 
Molly, take it. Yeah, yeah, we take it. Yeah, we don't know. sport, girl. We haven't talked about baseball well, in, like all like, year. explain the context of it, because like Susanna was like, "What? What's this, that about?" You were saying there's more context yeah. than just the fact that he hit him with a pitch. That there's like this whole home run thing. This well, I was talking to my dad before the podcast. Shout out to Colin. Um, at socks teacher. At socks teacher on yeah. Twitter. That's socks with an X. Cute. Shout out to Colin. Um. But baseball is interesting because, like, the entire culture of the sport is just fundamentally different from a lot of the other sports. So if we're looking at basketball, baseball, football, and hockey, basketball, ba- basketball, football, and hockey have really strong commissioners, and the league is really strong, so they're much they're much better at being able to regulate it. But in baseball, the players' union is, like, weirdly strong, so they dictate a lot of the contracts and just how, how the whole league works. So the league is, like, very unable to institute rules about stuff like this so if you're thinking about fighting if you like if you're in basketball you can't leave the bench like you'll get suspended or there'll be penalties same for football same for hockey right yeah but in baseball <laughs> if you've never seen a baseball fight oh, generally so baseball fight the right. everyone the everyone dugouts runs empty everyone runs people in the fucking outfield run like half a mile to the mound <laughs> and everyone's just like shoving each other like normally there's not like that much fighting you're kind of trying to keep other people from getting hurt and part of that is just because there's no penalties for it, so it's like part of the culture. It's, it's a tradition now. It's a tradition. It's like if you don't do it. Yeah, and baseball is also weird loyal. because there's so little contact between the other teams. Mm-hmm. Like you're kind of you're just like by yourself yeah. for most of the game. So the only contact you have with the other team is when you're trying ways when you're batting and someone is throwing like a hundred mile per hour fastball at you. Very high stakes, very high pressure situations. So if you get hurt or if you get hit, you're like naturally very angry and you can right. only tell the difference between when someone's hitting you on purpose or if it's like genuinely an accident so the Bryce Harper thing which is what started this according to my father <laughs> I don't know like basically Bryce Harper a couple years ago hit a home run off Hunter Strickland who was the pitcher in the game we're talking about he watched the home run instead of instead of instead of running right away okay. so he like he knew like if you're if you're Bryce Harper, you know when you hit a home run. You can tell. You can feel it. You know it's going out. Mm-hmm. But, like, the just culture in baseball is that you are going to, like, you have to run. and like you start jogging. You run anyway. Like, you yeah. just have to go for it. Just like if you're up 10 runs, you're not going to steal a base. It means it's just like a slap in the base to the other team. Yeah. So three years ago, Hunter Strickland's still better about it. It was three years ago. Don't quote me on that. Um, but in the game a couple days ago, Hunter Strickland's pissed throws a ball, hits Bryce Harper, like, right on the hip bone. Yeah, that looked... Right. That was not a like, mistake. Imagine the yeah. 98-mile-per-hour fastball coming at you from, like, 60 feet away, hitting you in your hip bone. You're mad. Bryce Harper charges the mound, tries to throw his helmet, doesn't really work. They punch each they other. They punch each yeah. other. And then two guys run into each other trying to... <laughs> that's, was my, pure that's my favorite part of the fight. Two giants... One of them's concussed, and he's out. Oh, no. <laughs> he's on. So two of the Giants players, and they're trying to run from the dugout, bump heads. Were they one both of Giants? Concussed. Oh, I saw one was on the other they team. They were on the same they team, the same dude. <laughs> so yeah, they, like, bu- they basically are like trying to get in between the two and just crash into each other. But just the whole thing is ridiculous, and like the fact like grudges in baseball are held for so long. Like, Wait, but is the, so is the argument that Strickland did it on purpose because of that home run <laughs> three that's years generally, ago? Generally, you can tell 
if someone gets hit on purpose. He, he got hit on purpose. So, but that's why because of a home run three years what, ago. That's what people yeah. think. That is petty. Mm-hmm. Oh, people in baseball are like petty as fuck. Like they remember mm-hmm. this stuff. I know, but that's like exceptionally petty. Haven't I mean, it's considered like a yeah, major. Well, like, yeah. How have they not played against it's each other? Yeah. It's con- like the fact that he. I mean, he just keeps doing it. Right. Like Brandon Boonski and Sidney Crosby fight like every single time they play. Because Crosby's still pissed that Dubinsky cross-checked him in the neck and took him out for a year. Sports, which is understandable. I mean, I know everyone has petty. grudges, but like, <laughs> but like baseball especially is thing. like pretty petty. I mean, and it was yeah. also funny because Buster Posey normally it means the catcher is like one of the most he's he's like the most tough player in the game. Like they're just like super strong, they're super mm-hmm. tough. Means it's like the hardest position on the field. He just stood there and watched. He's a very chill guy, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And Madison Bumgarner also stayed in the dugout, which also, I thought was funny. Yeah. <laughs> a pretty chill guy. Yeah. He actually couldn't leave because he was on the DL. Because he, like, fell off his road bike or something. DL? Disabled bus. Oh, okay. So and if, down if you go I know, I was like, he was on the down low? Um, that was the dugout. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, No. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. But there's no penalty for fights in baseball. That which doesn't is interesting make a lot of sense because but the commissioner I mean, is so weak. Like, okay, I don't want I don't watch a lot of baseball. But how often do fights like that break out? Fairly, not, I mean, I've seen like I've, a few, not but like, that often. But it's in the span often, of the just, like, long ass season, how many like fights do you think I mean, there are sure. like, on average? But only a couple. Normally, right? sometimes the catcher will stop the player go from charging the mound. Mm. Yeah, there's that great picture of them, like, holding... Yeah, they'll, like, hold the player back. back. They'll hold the batter Mm -hmm. back. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what happens a lot more? Maybe this is what I'm thinking of, is, like, the... I I don't know baseball terminology very well. The, like, team manager... The coach? What? Yeah, I guess. Well, are they the coach? Sometimes they call them the team manager. It's the coach. It's basically, like, the coach. What's Bruce Bochy? He's the manager. Okay. But it's the coach. They, like, like will yell at the ref and then get thrown out. That happens a lot. Yeah, well, that's baseball. But that's, like, that's that's weird how often the... Is there a difference between the coach and the manager? No. No. It's the same. Oh, okay. Well, why is he also called the manager, then? Because baseball's baseball's weird. Okay. I'll just accept it. I just feel like I've seen that happen a lot, but maybe that's just, like, weird. Maybe it's just, like, when it does happen. You remember about it. Over the course of the season. Okay, I was just going to... Okay, I was just wondering, because I was Um, like, that's weird that that happens a lot, because that doesn't happen a lot in other sports. Like, in basketball, that happens, like, that's a big deal. But, like, in baseball, too, like, the ump is, like, the guy... Like you don't a, fuck he, with yeah, it's like the like god of the baseball field, like basketball and like football People and stuff. Fight like, the refs. yeah, I think oh, it's you just don't like, more, like argue with the ref. Yeah. yeah, you like take yeah in baseball you like take the ump's word for it. More. Yeah, yeah, like the ump is like literally like controls everything. Okay, so it's like a bit of a different like dynamic between like coaches and umps or referees and like, that's basketball. interesting though. Like just that the fact also, that there's I such a difference. It Another really thing is. I was thinking about, because let's say, I mean, who knows if this is really true, what was going through Hunter Strickland's head, but if he really was hitting him because Bryce Harper tried to celebrate, like, three years ago, it's weird because in baseball, like, there's no celebration. Because no. we were talking about last week, like, with football touchdown dances and how, like, it's fun that it's they celebrate. Walk-offs, I guess. They celebrate walk-offs. That's well, like, they, but but you don't like, ce- the you celebrate once you fit. Like, yeah, it's yeah. not, like, while you, the walk-offs yeah, happening. It's, like, very... There's, like, a code of conduct that's expected of you. I like it. 
very clean. I just feel but like I think it also makes it less fun. Did you do you watch the World Baseball Classic? Uh, no, I watched like highlights. Okay, oh well, yeah, wasn't some player like there was some player that made some comment about the way one of the other teams celebrates in general every other team has more fun than the u.s team that's what yeah he was making some kind of comment about how like that that you like shouldn't do i was like so they can't be proud of themselves yeah. like what are you what is the argument you're trying to make here i don't understand but i think that's like i think that's just like an american thing like bat flipping like people don't flip their bats here but in like in asia and like korea yeah, and stuff american baseball they do like but why can't they i don't understand why can't they have fun i don't you're not allowed to have fun in sports yeah but sports you know, isn't fun. fun basketball is like non like the bench reactions in basketball are like oh, non-stop fun. iconic yeah, yeah. 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 it's like hilarious yeah, baseball i think yeah, again no, like i think part of this is yeah goal celebration has no power and the players' unions get to dictate everything. Okay. So a lot of what happens in baseball is, is by these, like, player norms and, like, whether you're expected to run out or, like, when you're allowed to steal and when you're allowed to celebrate and stuff. Wouldn't the players want to have more fun, though? I don't but know. But for baseball, though, like, even, like, t-ball, yeah, it's, like, fun. there's these just, like, rules that, like, just come with it, like, stay in the dugout, stay behind Maybe the Maybe just because it's such a less adrenaline-pumping game in nature. What? Well, think about I mean, there, think about every other sport. Like, I mean, it's when you're in the ninth I, inning throwing a no. No, I know what you're saying, but I mean, like, if you're in the outfield versus like your Steph Curry during an entire game, the amount you're yeah, like that's true. But I'm not. I'm not sure. It's just like what? Yeah, it's just different. Yeah, it's just different. Just accepted. The pace Except of the, the game. So maybe I mean maybe just because the pace of the game is so much slower, there's not as much like emotion running through you. Right. So when happening. you hit, a, so I feel like when you hit a home run, which is the really one emotional hard, part. I know. Yeah, that's you, you think weird. You'd be, able to be like woohoo, but then you get pegged in the hip three years later. <laughs> <laughs> and suspended for four games, but then it got reduced. To, why did it get reduced to three? I didn't read up on that. Also, sus- like suspensions in baseball, like. They matter, but because the There's season is so long, so long. because the season is so long, it doesn't like it's much lower stakes. Like in general, like baseball players go on strike sometimes. There's been like two notable strikes. Yeah, huh. but like they football players never go on strike. There's like twelve games a season. You play for like five years. Like yeah. you're trying to maximize your playing like your playing time. Like yeah, we're gonna baseball strikes. players suspensions so, like, in football in are like a it's way a really big deal. Years, Whereas if you get suspended in a game in baseball, it's not mm-hmm. like. In hockey, we have scheduled strikes. I'm sorry. Yeah. (laughs) A scheduled strike doesn't sound as powerful as, like, a strike. I'm not pumped for the 2021 season. Do they make Facebook events for them? (laughs) (laughs) We We just all know it's going to happen. Okay, cool. Good to know. That's funny. Everybody knows. Because it's when the the CBA expires. They have to make a new one. And so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't really know how I feel about fights in sports. I know, like, my mom really hates them. She I thinks love it's fights. really stupid. And I like I think sometimes it's pretty yeah, stupid. I think I think baseball fights are dumb. Yeah. yeah. They're baseball hilariously dumb, they're, though. Yeah. It's just funny watching the guy from, like, right field trying to sprint back. <laughs> and the, the fight's over by the time he gets yeah. there. It's great. And then he I just kind of, like, walk yeah. on back. But did you guys see that, read that New York Times, or at least watch some of the clip that I shared on the Google Doc about Derek Bo- Bogard? Bogard? No. Yeah, um, so hockey fights are interesting. Because Wait, pause. Context. So how long ago, when did he die? Bogart, like, yeah. 2006. Yeah, so, like, he was this, like, really big dude 
from Canada. He was an um, enforcer, so yeah. it was his job to fight. But he grew up, like, I only watched part of the documentary in class, but he grew up, like, not a very good hockey player, but he was huge and so much bigger, so they, like, groomed him. They, a coach told him, like, if you are if you want to play hockey, you have to fight. Like, that mm-hmm. is going to be mm-hmm. your job. If you're big so enough, I didn't know that yeah. the enforcer was a thing until, oh. Oh, like, yeah. an hour ago when I was talking about it. Oh, it's great, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, and then, like, he got into so many fights and, like, got really bad brain injuries and OD'd on... Wait a second. So I read a book that follows a very similar storyline. Yeah. This happens in hockey like happens every year. So in hockey, are there just like, do two people fight and then everyone else just like waits for it to be over? Yeah. Well, not. Yeah. Yeah. But, but like, they go pretty hard in hockey like, fights. Like, it's a little yeah. scary. Almost. Yeah. And that's what, but, like, like, it's I not, love it. not like everyone on the ice isn't fighting. No. Oh, no. You, you grab a partner and you stand back and watch. Yeah. Okay. But like, you there's like, of course, like, each other the like shoving and like the, yeah. like all that. Well, like, I mean, it's a physical during. game. But yeah. There's a difference between like the physicality yeah. of it and the fighting. Yeah. Of the it. fights are just two people. They rip their gloves off, throw everything off. Yeah. Yeah. Fighting you drop the gloves. Basketball, it's just like a guy getting really close to another guy and like and saying something, and then another team member is like, "Whoa, dude, calm down." Basketball used to be a punch in these finals. If you throw a punch in basketball, you are first of all. Flagrant, you're kicked out of the game yeah. and you're suspended. So it's like a little bit more. Well, the fighting in basketball. Risk it this late, no, the fighting in basketball used to be way worse. Like basketball, in like the seventies was super physical. I did not watch basketball in the seventies. The commissioner was able to put in rules to stop it. Interesting. Just like thinking about league dynamics and like league yeah. culture. But I think there's just a lot more like general yeah, trash talking in basketball, but not yeah. a lot. Like, you're of, like, a lot closer. Yeah. So like you can kind of like elbow like the only time you can really trash talk. That's, that's the way you kind of like, get. Just, mm-hmm. Or if you're Draymond, you just kick them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gonna no, in hockey, you just yeah exactly. You drop you the just, gloves. Like, unnecessarily like two elbow guys go them while they're trying to go. It's like I I love it, but I also hate it because I know like because you know what it's gonna do to yeah. Wait, so back to this enforcer guy. What is this story? Well, just basically, he got into like, a bunch like, of fights and he died. Yeah, and he died from because he was abusing. Uh, no, he had from brain side damage, effects. so yeah. he, he had such fights, severe though. brain yeah. damage. Yeah, oh, yeah, wow. he was on all this medication and then he overdosed. And he was like, what, twenty four? No, he was really young. Yeah. Really uh, Rick Rempian wow. uh, was still playing. Actually, he had like severe depression. He killed himself. Yeah. Um, and the the Vancouver like Canucks really honor him every year because it was just a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, like I want to love fights. How I, I love to watch fights because they're so exciting, but, but then you remember so like bad. what they're going to yeah. do. I don't. Them. Yeah, I. Mm, I don't know how I feel about them. They also kind of send not a great message. Yeah, but like when I'm at a game, like yeah. like physically in. She like, yells oh, fight like, a lot. Oh yeah, I love it. <laughs> not yeah, that's surprised. great. Like all the fans love hockey fights. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like then a big when part I back and I think culture. about it, I'm like, damn. Yeah, that's another thing. It's really important part of the culture. The point of an enforcer is that if someone like throws a dirty hit at one of your guys, you're going to go after them and yeah. bite them. Like, it's to protect people on the ice since the refs do nothing. Yeah, but then, like, but the that point leads is, it's to, like, like protecting people by, like, hitting people, which just ends up being more counterintuitive. Yeah. The refs just, like, this, I don't know hockey, but no. could the refs just, like, well, the refs more could, stuff? Well, they could. That'd be annoying. But they're not going to. And the fans would yeah. complain, like, they're doing with the NFL. But then people oh, don't God, die. Don't well, everyone, well, everyone, well, everyone is like, the now. NFL's not the refs don't anymore. call enough stuff like, during, the, during the <laughs> okay. um, playoffs. The refs don't, like, call as much. And also, the refs call more on the Calgary Flames than any other team. Because once a guy on the Calgary Flames <laughs> took a run at a ref because he had brain damage. And he was... 
kind of yeah. messed up. That's really sad. And yeah, so now they call really more sad. penalties on the Flames than any other team, even though the Flames are a relatively clean team. The more you know. Yeah. <laughs> See? Grudges. So the refs have grudges, and it so the refs back. have favorites and least favorites, and there's this one ref who has been refing every single Penguins game where a goal gets, like, or where there's a call <laughs> that changes the game. That's great. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I see you, dude. I see <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I feel like the refs have bias, and it's, it comes out pretty clear. But. Yeah. Yeah, in right. hockey, for sure. I like watching yeah. fights, but there's problems with them. So I guess if we're ranking fight culture... Hockey. hockey, like the, the best fights to watch, or the best fights to watch. Is no, 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 no. I'm talking about like how important to the sport is fighting. Oh, oh. hockey! Fighting. It's like hockey. Hockey. It's important. And then so every important. other sport it's like is like completely. Like I would say points. baseball is second. I just feel like there's more fights. I just not more fights, but the like the way that like it's like. And now we're gonna. I, I the honestly dugout. think like I only hockey. Physical though. Like, yeah, only hockey is in that category. It's it's only part of the fights being important to the game. Yeah. Like, there's really no... It's, I'm not saying... Okay, maybe I should rephrase I mean, this. I guess you could think of, like, the fights being important to the game. But it's the... It's not... I'm not trying to... Like, it's not the fights. I'm saying, like, the whole idea of, like, you clear the bench in baseball. Like, that's what you do. I mean, yeah, it's kind of like you stand up it's your like, own. It's, like, the if fact so that, like, the doesn't... fight is an accepted thing yeah. in the sport. Yeah, so people go to, like, hockey games just to see the fights. Like, I've heard people... So it's, like, definitely go. hockey number one. Baseball number two. I feel like every other sport doesn't really have, like, an equivalent no. Because football yeah. is just basically fighting. The whole it thing is, is fighting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Good, Good, Good talk, everyone. Good yeah, talk. That was, that was great. Before Susanna does our send-off, some quick summer schedule things. We will be uh, recording this podcast every other week, beginning the first week of classes. The exact date and time is to be determined, so stay tuned. Gabby will be joining us over the summer. Molly will not. Yeah. This is her last one. Oh, and we're also, side note, changing hot take to just the take, since some oh. of mine are lukewarm. <laughs> so, there we go. That's it. That's all I have. Cool. <clears throat> take us out, Susanna. Thank you for listening to Play Like a Girl. You can join the conversation on Twitter using the hashtag UWPLAG. Uh, everything is uppercase except for the A. You can also send us comments, questions criticisms to podcast at dailyudub.com um, and we'll read those out on the show. You can follow all of the hosts on the on the Twitter on, <laughs> <laughs> on Twitter.com. All of our Twitter handles will be linked in the bio below so you can go ahead and follow us if you'd like to and if you want to stay updated with UW Sports you can go to dailyudub.com backslash sports or follow them on Twitter at UW Daily Sports. Play Like a Girl is hosted by Alexis Mancineras and produced by Alex Bruel.